Welcome to the Willie Jackerson Experiment. I'm your host, the one, the only, Willie Jackerson. Alright, I have a really special episode for you this week. Um, I'm going to do a Memorial Day uh, tribute, and I kind of do it every year kind of the same way, but I try to kind of like up my game every year and do it just a little bit more uh, special. Um, I you know, just really think it's just so amazing that I'm able to live in a free country and be able to pretty much do whatever I want as far as um, you know my freedom goes. And I owe that to our veterans and to our military and the people that are willing to fight for our freedom. Um, it just means a lot. I mean, actually, I'm doing this podcast in English, you know, because of an English teacher, and uh, I'm not speaking German <laughs> because of a veteran, so uh, it's pretty awesome. Um, and this week, uh, I have kind of a new thing that I'm doing. Uh, I try to do a lot of music in this podcast, and um, I go through Spotify. So, what I'm gonna do, um, I this week I have a a uh, new album coming out um, from a band called Rise to Fall uh, with their song is called Heroes and I thought it was pretty fitting for this uh, podcast so what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a playlist and I'm going to put it over in Spotify called Mile High Metal and so if you guys want to check out my uh, my playlist I did add additional songs in there they're not all just from this podcast but there's a lot of stuff in there that's featured on my podcast, so um, you'll want to check out uh, E-Rock 331, for example. Um, uh, Leo, Leo Marcicelli, Mar- 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 I can't remember his name, but uh, Leo from uh, Leapfrog Studios. Um, I have a bunch of his stuff in there, and, and uh, then I actually have one where I did a mashup where I did Leo and E-Rock 331 mash up on the Friday song and it's pretty funny it's kind of it's it's a little bit chaos but it's kind of funny it actually turned out but it was kind of a joke that I was doing just um you know like hey I want to see if these guys jam together well then kind of find out when I went and did my uh Maverick um you know uh my Top Gun episode I found out they actually did have stuff they did together with that Highway to the Danger Zone so it's really cool and then i find out that there's this richard eb that has done stuff with e-rock too so a bunch of uh really phenomenal guitarists out there that have collaborated and um like i say um leo is just an amazing musician i I just love his style i love um all the stuff he does and uh i love all the stuff that e-rock does so uh, it's pretty awesome to be bringing music together like this just um you know, appreciate if you guys go out and subscribe to uh, 331 E-Rock and to Leo over at uh, Leapfrog Studios. And then, of course, I'm going to have some Metal Trump. So, um, hope you guys enjoy this episode and uh, really appreciate all the listeners and all the followers. Uh, it's been amazing when I get comments and everyone's like, man, your podcast just brightens my day. I that just means a lot to me. Um, I do this for fun. I don't make any money on this. I just do it just because I like doing it. 
and uh, I try to promote whoever I could pr promote, bring up, and it's really cool. Um, there's stuff that you'll see in my playlist, artists that are in my playlist. They had literally zero views or maybe two or three views when I saw them. And to bring them into the playlist and get them up into the hundreds uh, really means a lot to me. So um, that's awesome. And uh, thanks for listening. And uh, we'll talk at you guys next week. Peace. I'll tell you, I'm your man. You win some, lose some, it's all the same to be. The pleasure is to play. Makes no difference what you say. I don't share your read. The only card I need is the ace of spades. The ace of spades. Playing for the high one, dancing with the devil, going with the flow, it's all a game to me. Seven for eleven, snake eyes watching you. Double up or quit, double stay or split, the ace of spades, the ace of spades. I'm born to lose and gambling's for fools, but that's the way I like it, baby. I don't want to live forever. And don't forget the ace off trumps. Raise your right hand and repeat after me. I say your name. I you solemnly swear. To support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and to bear true faith and allegiance to the same. Then I will obey the orders of the President of the United States and the orders of those officers appointed over me according to regulations and the Uniform Code of Military Justice. So help me God. In a country that most people would struggle to find on a map, in a compound that few possess the courage to enter, men from my previous life took the fight to our enemy. Most will never understand the sacrifice required to keep evil men like those from that distant compound away from our doorstep. But it would not hurt you to try and understand. It would not hurt you to take a moment to respect the sacrifices that others make on your behalf, whether they share your opinions or not. It would not hurt you to take a moment to think of the relentless drain on family, friends, and loved ones that are left behind. Sometimes for weeks, sometimes for months, sometimes for years, sometimes forever.
ideas are not protected by words paper and ink may outline the foundation and principles of this nation but it is blood only blood that protects it in that dusty compound a man you have never met gave everything he had so that you have the freedom to think speak and act however you choose he went there for all of us whether you loved or hated what he stood for he went there to preserve the opportunity and privilege to believe to be and to become what we want you have that choice because the best among us the best we ever had to offer fought and bled and died for it don't ever forget that
cities and towns today, flags will be placed on graves and cemeteries. Public officials will speak of the sacrifice and the valor of those whose memory we honor. I have new illusions about what little I can add now to the silent testimony of those who gave their lives willingly for their country. Words are even more feeble on this Memorial Day. For the sight before us is that of a strong and good nation that stands in silence and remembers those who were loved and who in return loved their countrymen enough to die for them. Yet we must try to honor them, not for their sakes alone, but for our own. And if words cannot repay the debt we owe these men, surely with our actions, we must strive to keep faith with them and with a vision that led them to battle and a final sacrifice. Our first obligation to them and ourselves is plain enough. The United States and the freedom for which it stands, the freedom for which they died, must endure and prosper. Their lives remind us that freedom is not bought cheaply. It has a cost. It imposes a burden. And just as they whom we commemorate were willing to sacrifice, so too must we in a less final, less heroic way, be willing to give of ourselves. Each died for a cause he considered more important than his own life. Well, they didn't volunteer to die. They volunteered to defend values for which men have always been willing to die if need be, the values which make up what we call civilization, and how they must have wished 
in all the ugliness that war brings, that no other generation of young men to follow would have to undergo that same experience. As we honor their memory today, let us pledge that their lives, their sacrifices, their valor shall be justified and remembered for as long as God gives life to this nation. And let us also pledge to do our utmost to carry out what must have been their wish, that no other generation of young men will ever have to share their experiences and repeat their sacrifice. Earlier today, with the music that we have heard, and that of our national anthem, I can't claim to know the words of all the national anthems in the world, but I don't know of any other that ends with a question and a challenge as ours does. Does that flag still wave or the land of the free and the home of the brave? That is what we must do. landed at Omaha Beach, well, it was all uh, chaos, I mean, it was just, but uh, we were constant on the fire, constant. And uh, you try to forget all that, it's something you can't forget. My full name is Onofrio Zakari. they call me Nono. My father was a shoemaker. In fact, I still got one of those machines out in the garage yet. And I grew up uh, in an Italian family. I lived in a town in Geneva, New York. I remember Pearl Harbor, it was snowing. It was no wintertime, of course. When it happened, uh, I felt like I should go. I mean, go into service, but I had to stay and help support the family. And uh, so I just stayed out as long as I could. I didn't, didn't volunteer for anything. And then I was inducted, of course I had to go. Left New York, went to uh, California, and uh, took all my desert training in uh, Gulfs, California. We thought we were gonna go to Africa. General Patton was out there taking his maneuvers at the time. All his tanks were there, and when we saw that, we thought we were gonna go to Africa. You know, the desert, we had desert training. So we were there maybe about six months, and they shipped us back to Virginia. We hopped on the ship, it took us about 14 days, and uh, we landed in Scotland, rather. I said, geez, this isn't Africa, this is Europe, you know? We thought we were going to the desert. Now they're training us for an amphibian. Of course, they, they were preparing us for the invasion, is what they were doing. That went on for about six months, but uh, I don't think we had enough training, though. <laughs> In June of 1944, after four long years of German dominance throughout Europe, the Allies were prepared to invade the French coast and bring Hitler's forces to ruin. D-Day was the open door by which American, British, and Canadian forces would bring liberation to the European people. But first, they must face the beaches of Normandy, heavily fortified with German might. We knew we were going into, uh, we, we just didn't know when. 
a lot of times we'd go out, stay out in the, on board ship for two or three days. Is this going to be it or is it not? We didn't know when the real thing was going to happen. Then they told us, this is the real thing now. There's no, no playing around. We landed in the, in the fifth wave, and uh, everybody was nervous, of course. I was in a state of grace. I don't know if you're Catholics or not, but uh, I was Catholic. And I was in a state of grace. I wasn't afraid of dying. I was scared, but I wasn't afraid of dying. If I die, I die, that's all. We only had five ducks in the outfit, just five, and that was the company. But they got knocked out immediately. They, they didn't even made more than one landing. So we were without any equipment or anything. We were soldiers, that's all. When we landed, we landed in water up to our necks, lost all our equipment. When we landed, we landed with just our rifles, that's it. We don't know who we were. We lost our outfit. We're all scattered. And all we kept saying here was, we got to go inland, got to go inland. So we had to go. When we landed at Omaha Beach, well, it was all the chaos. I mean, it was just, but we were constant under fire, constantly. Our first casualty was this uh, Don Simmons. He was the last one off the landing craft, and he was killed. And uh, that was my first, you know, uh, well, I'd say uh, death that I've seen. And uh, seen a lot of dead soldiers, a lot of dead soldiers. And. Uh, you try to forget all that. It's something you can't forget. This GI was sitting in a corner and he was sitting on his helmet. He was a redhead, never forget him. And he was holding his guts. He, had, he was just torn apart and he was holding his guts like this. And he kept saying, I'm going home, I'm going home, I'm going home. And I said, I wish you luck. I don't know if he made it or not. Me and uh, Frank Floriano, we had crawled up to this uh, landing craft that was knocked out, and uh, a shell had just landed behind us. That's when I got hit, and I caught a piece of shrapnel in my leg. I don't think we had that good of a training, really, but there was a lot of soldiers, you know that. Wave after wave, the Allied troops continued to pour in. Although they suffered some 10,000 casualties, the Allies landed over 150,000 troops on the beach, overwhelming German forces and eventually winning the day. I mean, two, two, three days later, we had to go back and clean up the, the bodies and whatnot. And they used to throw the bodies up in the pickup bring them up to the, uh, where they were gonna bury them. And they were piling them on top of one another. And Father Flanagan says, no, he says, you lay my boys down flat, individually. You treat them, he says, those are my boys. 
Every time I think about it, I get choked up. <coughs> but uh, he was always uh, tears running down. He was giving the last rites, you know. And he was, uh, that was one of the things I really remember. Of course, we had to sleep. You got to sleep. But the, the Germans wouldn't let us sleep. Flying, they low planes, come down real slow. We thought we were going to get strafed. They're just keeping us awake. But uh, I slept, though. I, I could sleep. I could really sleep. <laughs> I just make the sign of the cross, say a good prayer, and says, if I wake up, I wake up. If I don't wake up, Forget it. I was in a state of grace, and I was just, I'm all right. But other than that, I was all right. Nono's state of grace would keep him throughout the war, from the push across France to the Battle of the Bulge, where he joined with the 101st Airborne at Bastogne. Though he suffered frostbite due to the bitter cold, Grace would eventually see him safely to the end of the war when German forces finally surrendered in May of 1945. So we finally uh, board ship. I don't remember even coming home from, um, from Europe. It's weird. Uh, I don't remember the boat. I don't remember anything. All I remember was that it landed in New York and uh, was discharged by an officer. And that was it. June of 2019, Nono was afforded a trip back to the beaches of Normandy exactly 75 years after the D-Day invasion. This momentous occasion not only brought on a torrent of memories, but also much needed closure. It was quite interesting. I, that's when I found uh, Don Simmons. I found his grave there, and I said a little prayer. talk to kids, I go to some schools a lot of time, and I keep telling the kids, nothing, nothing glory about the wars, believe me, horrible, horrible. I was um, wounded in Normandy. I didn't care whether I got the medal or not, but my kids wanted it. My brother had one, a Purple Heart. And they said, Dad, says, you deserve it. You should get it. I said, all right, we'll try. Nobody believed me. I mean, they wanted to know, they wanted medical history. The Senate had to be written down by, by medics. The medics would take care of me. He, he saw that I was wounded, so he wrapped me up. He fixed it up. But he was killed. My medics was killed shortly after that. Well, two days later, I caught infection. I had another medic look at it. He looked at it, cleaned me up. They never, they never made a report. There's never a medical report. I didn't go to, 
what, what they call sick call every morning. You know, who the hell's gonna go sick call every morning in Normandy, you know what I mean? I had a couple of buddies. They wrote letters stating that I was wounded. Then I had my commanding officer. He wrote a letter. This went on for many, many, many years. That's when Zach came in. He worked, yeah, two, three years. He wouldn't give up. In fact, I gave up. Even with Zach, I gave up. He said, no, no, he said, I'm not going to give up. And he worked hard. I finally got it. And they presented me with the uh, award down here in Vegas. No, my kids are happy. I'm happy. So I survived. My kids, thank God I did. <laughs> you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for me. I'm Josh from Memoirs of World War II, and I just want to say thank you for watching this episode. Our goal is to capture as many World War II veteran stories as we can from all over the world, but we can't do it alone. If you'd like to help us in this mission, consider supporting us through Patreon and check out our website, memoirsofworldwar2.com, for more information. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to our channel and click the notification bell so you don't miss a single episode. Again, we want to thank you for your support, and thanks for watching. Shakespeare, as usual, has it right. We few, we happy few, we band of brothers. For he that sheds his blood with me this day shall be my brother. And indeed, those, those men, those six men, they are my brothers. And Shakespeare knew about veterans, too. For he says that he that survives this day and comes safe, safe home will stand a tiptoe when this day is named, and strip his sleeve, and show his scars. We all have scars, physical scars, maybe mental ones, but I am so grateful and so fortunate that I was able to make a contribution, and unlike the over 58,000 men and eight women on this wall, I came safe home. We have humble gratitude for their service and their enduring sacrifice. Not just Memorial Day, but every single day that we live. President Reagan reminded us, he said, we see these soldiers as old and wise, but most were boys when they died. They gave up two lives for their country, the one they were living and the one they would have lived. They gave up their chance to be husbands and fathers and grandfathers. They gave up their chance to be like us, revered old men. They gave up everything for their country. And all we can do is remember, remember and be grateful. Thank you. God bless you. God bless America. If we really care about peace, we must, through our strength, demonstrate our unwillingness 
to accept an ending of the peace. We must be strong enough to create peace where it does not exist and strong enough to protect it where it does. That's the lesson of this century and I think of this day. That's all I wanted to say. The rest of my contribution is to leave this great place to its peace, a peace it has earned. Thank all of you and God bless you and have a day full of memories.